but because of the miseducation, they actually think that they're eating healthy, right? And that's that's the that's how our society is set up. This is episode number 114 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. I'm Kim and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, peace and blessings. Yes. And thank you for joining us this week. This episode is titled Beyond Beef, an Impossible Burger, Good or Bad. Before we dive into this week's episode, the testimonial of this episode comes from Lorna. And Lorna says... Life, strength, and health is truly a place that embodies peace, tranquility, and harmony for your mind, body, and soul. Their podcasts are informative, and Mr. and Mrs. Hester are two of the most dynamic people you ever want to meet. They truly focus on you, the person, and overall health and wellness. Thank you, Lorna, for those kind words. Yeah, thank you. And we wish you much health success. This week's Organic Food for Thought is on the Clean Dozen list. Last week, we covered the Dirty Dozen list, and this week, we're covering the Clean Dozen list. So every year, the Environmental Working Group, EWG, publishes the list of the Clean Dozen, or the fruits and vegetables the nonprofit claims have the least amount of pesticides when grown conventionally versus organically. This year, they are avocados, sweet corn, pineapples, frozen sweet peas, onions, papayas, eggplant, asparagus, kiwis, cabbages, cauliflower, cantaloupes, broccoli, mushrooms, and honeydew melons. Yeah, I think this is great because a lot of people want more affordable options. And a lot of times they question, you know, what do I have to get organic or Mm -hmm. Or do I even need to get organic? So these particular items that we just listed, you don't have to get them organic. Organic is always best. Right. However, in this particular situation, you don't have to go organic. Right. You can cut corners Mm -hmm. uh, with these particular ones, especially avocados. um, Right. Because avocados, you know, even nutritionally, they're, they're very similar. I know a lot of times, yeah, at the grocery store, you know, those organic avocados. <laughs> yeah, you like, it makes you question the purchase. You're like, ah, do I really I mean, need I've this? Seen, I've seen as much as, you know, $5 for one avocado, one yeah. organic avocado, you know, and it's, it's ridiculous how they take advantage of people like it that. Was, remember, crazy. it was like a couple, I don't know how many summers ago where there must have been a shortage. Yeah. And those prices of the avocado, yeah. even the conventional ones yeah. were kind of pricey. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah, they're, they're popular now, so you know, they're going to they're gonna charge more mm-hmm. for them. You get good deals with avocados if you get them by the bag. That's true. Yeah, a lot of people don't like buying the bag because they feel like they ripen and go bad on them too quickly. Yeah, especially in the summertime. Yeah, here's a tip though. Like, obviously, you, you eat the uh, avocado when it, they turn all black and it gets soft. Once it, it, it turns black and it starts to get soft, put your avocados in the refrigerator and that freezes the ripening. Uh, process so you can take the avocado out as you need it. So let's say the night before you take it out, the next day it'll be ready to eat, and then you can cycle them like that so you're not running through or, or um, ruining your avocado. So that's just an avocado the tip. tip. Yeah, I know it didn't have anything to do with the <laughs> dirty. I mean, the well, clean it is. Dozen. It's on the clean dozen. <laughs> that's how you save it. Yeah. Right? Also, cantaloupes. It's good to see cantaloupe on here because for a while, cantaloupe was in the, in the dirty dozen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good to see it 
actually in the clean uh, doesn't must not be as popular as it as, as they it used, used to be, be. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about it, I don't really see cantaloupe like that. I haven't seen any this season. It, even honeydew mm-hmm. melon, I don't melons. Period, just watermelon. I see, but I don't see. Yeah, yeah. Eat that a lot. Mm-hmm. So now let's segue into this week's episode. And as I mentioned earlier, the title of this week's episode is Beyond Meat: An Impossible Burger, Good or Bad. Yeah, let let me say this real quick. What actually sparked this this conversation? Mm-hmm. Because so many people ask us about these two products so often. I mean, at least. Once a week, someone is in the office asking about these particular burgers. And every time, you know, we talk about it, I go through this process, you know, we we discuss it. We look at the the label and things like that. We recently had a um, conversation with a client, a friend of ours, and it just sparked it like, <laughs> yeah, it just it just sparked it like, you know what, we should we should talk about this because this seems to be popular. There's a lot of controversy surrounding it. Mm-hmm. You know, we decided to, you know, talk about it a little bit. And I think it'll be informative because so many people ask about it. We know a lot of people are curious mm-hmm. about it. So we want to put things in, in perspective for you today. And I think that uh, this will be some helpful information. Right. So with this topic or what we're going to discuss, we first have to start with the industry that's starting to boom and become more popular. And that's veganism. Yeah. And we both were I mean, you were vegan before we met. But I say for me, I was vegan like around 13 years, approximately. I think you were for longer. Yeah, about 18 years. Right. So, you know, we were hot and heavy and fully in the vegan lifestyle. But back then, it wasn't as popular. Like, so when you went out to eat back then, you know, you were, you know, you just had salads as an option. It really wasn't a lot of things out there. And I know for me, when I became vegetarian and vegan, that's when I really learned how to cook because there really wasn't a lot of options. And if you wanted to eat this way, you had to make your own foods like restaurants, all these options that are out there. They weren't there. Even in the supermarkets, like there really wasn't a lot of options available. So at that time, it really helped me because to get into cooking and learning spices and herbs and vegetables and trying different things and failing and, and getting better. And, you know, that was how it was back then. Yeah, it was. I mean, you pretty much couldn't eat out. I mean, it was a couple of vegan vegetarian restaurants in New York that were pricey. I remember. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quinescence. Yeah. And uh, you had um, Everlasting Life down oh, in. Oh, my uh, gosh. I forgot in, about in that. In D.C. In Maryland. Oh, they, and, they might still still there, right? Oh. Uh, yeah, they're still there. And the thing is that it was so it was so rare, you know, and we were into to good foods. We actually took a trip. And we, no. you know, we took a road trip and, and drove down to, to D.C. Oh, your sister was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah, that but helped. That, that sparked it. Let's go down and we'll go to go to this restaurant. We'll visit my sister. Oh, um, Raw Star in Brooklyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, he, but even we're talking about before that. Oh, yeah. You know, before yeah, that. Before yeah. that you, you didn't have these, you know, restaurants and, and, and things like that, you know. So 
we were like gra- grassroots when it came to the the lifestyle mm-hmm. and you know just in transitioning we're not completely vegan now we still if you looked at the way that we eat you would think that it was vegan a lot of times still a lot of plants is still plant-based mm-hmm. but we we balanced it out in a different way now it's really trending you know it's starting to become more popular there are a lot of people that are really starting to to get into veganism um or at least plant-based mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people are trying to incorporate more vegetables uh into their life and they are trying to eat less meats mm-hmm. and there's even a thing now called meatless Mondays. Right. Which I think so, is a great thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people uh, will actually, they'll try not to eat a lot of meat on Mondays and uh, Mondays will be their, their vegan day. Right. So, you know, society is really moving toward less meat. Mm-hmm. And overall, I think that is definitely a, a good thing. Right. I, like there's a lot of different trends out there and uh, there are good trends and there are bad trends. And I think that, our society moving away from so much meat consumption, I actually think that it's a good thing for so many different reasons. Right, because most people don't eat enough vegetables, whether you're plant-based or not. When we put um, a lot of programs together with our clients, and let's say we have them limit their meat consumption or you know stay off of it for a while, and they have to introduce more vegetables, you really start to see that people really don't eat a wide variety. They kind of right. stick to one thing and then they get overwhelmed or in, it's a mindset thing yeah. where they say, I'm sick of these vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really interesting, you know, cause there's so many vegetables out there that's so delicious and you can cook them in different ways. Um, but like, like you said, I think it's a great idea to, you know, eat less meat and lean more towards, you know, vegetables. Yeah. It's definitely overconsumption of, um, animal products and, and protein mm-hmm. it's, it's out of balance. We overconsume protein in our society and we don't get enough uh, vegetation. We don't get enough fiber, which is why most people suffer from some level of constipation, right? right? Because they're not getting enough roughage uh, in their system, right? We're eating too much protein. Everyone's so consumed with it. That I think it's a good thing that we're starting to look at other alternatives. And in addition to that, if we look at uh, most uh, animal foods on a commercial level, they're full of hormones. They're full of, you know, pesticides and and herbicides and steroids. And, you know, we're over consuming those things. They're being passed along to us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that this is definitely a good trend. One of the other big things that people consume, not just with animal foods, but it's processed right. animal foods like that. That's the big thing. Processed animal foods. And, you know, there's so many studies that are linking processed meats to uh, cardiovascular disease. Right. Right. Especially with the, the bad oils that they're using. Yeah. A lot of different diseases and things like that. So it's a good thing because you're you know, you're shifting your health and you're practicing a better level of prevention if you're cutting back or eliminating processed meats. Mm-hmm. Then the meat industry itself is doing a lot of factory farming. Right. Right. And there's a lot of problems that come with factory farming as far as 
the the well-being of of animals again pumping them with these things and overpopulation of of factories right they're being mistreated and abused mm-hmm. and then um it's affecting the environment because of all of this waste right that the, that's, the yeah, waste that's product, yeah, yeah waste that's being developed and all of the water that's needed to manufacture this right mm-hmm. so you know uh factory farming um in the processed meat industry you know is is uh definitely a negative thing right, right. a negative thing for our health a negative thing for the our environment yeah, and for the animals, the animals right. you know what i'm saying so to move away from less than than move away and and contribute less to that i think is a good thing right, right? Yeah. and i'm not i'm and i'm not saying i don't want you to get confused i'm not saying just the meat industry overall because there are some some fact not factory but there are like farm raised like small farms that ethically yeah that are doing it the right way right not having this impact on our environment that they're they're not mistreating their their animals Mm -hmm. and they're feeding um, them the proper diet yeah doing these things like that's different you know we're not we're not talking about about that Mm -hmm. industry we're talking about factory farming and and processed meats like to move away from that because that's what most people consume right um most people don't even really know that there's a difference a lot of times when in people's minds when they think about the meat that they consume that that's what they think about they actually already think that their animals are on a farm and they're being treated the right way and living blissfully yeah, and, and the sunlight and eating grass and things like that that's what most people think about mm-hmm. you know it, the industry is being exposed there are a lot of pictures and, and documentaries documenta- documentaries that are showing uh, you know how they're really being treated but for the most part when people think about that they're thinking about happy animals on farms <laughs> not knowing it's that in the sunlight yeah, yeah not knowing that they're really in factories right. you know what I'm saying? some you of them drive, never see the light yeah, of day yeah. you drive by a factory not knowing that it could be stuffed with animals right. right it's really factory farming they they don't know that right so this trend right this trend that that people are, are starting to become a part of is is catching on mm-hmm. and and now we're starting to see more Vegan restaurants, vegetarian restaurants, we're starting to see more options. Right. Yeah. In mainstream restaurants, there's vegan options on the menu. Right. right. Yeah. We're starting to see more of that. Now, there are a lot of different vegan and vegetarian restaurants that you can actually go to. Like, we, right. we really didn't have any, especially in, in New Jersey. <laughs> That's why like, we had to travel so yeah, far. Yeah. Like, we go. didn't have any in Jersey. It was it was one. Oh, in Red Bank. Yeah, it was one oh down. God. Yeah, one down in Red Bank. And, you know, where we're at, Red Bank is... I mean, it's not far, but it's not like close, right? Yeah, it's about 40 minutes. Maybe 30, um, um, but yeah. Yeah, and then we had the, the first um, Veggie Heaven in, um, um, what what city was that? Not Hanover, it was like Parsippany. Yeah, and Parsippany. Oh, that was our first date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was, we had to travel. We had right. to travel, and that's pretty much like all we had. And that was, you know, just kind of like a delicacy. It wasn't something that... You know, you 
ate often. Like we really had to prepare our foods, but now it's starting to pop up, yeah. right? These different uh, products and things like that are starting to, to um, pop up. Mm-hmm. So what happens is with anything that's trending, like major corporations, you know, they invest a lot of money in the research right. and understanding the trends and understanding what's going on. And they really kind of swoop in and they really take control over the, the, the industry, right? Well, they probably ran the numbers and saw that vegans will pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will pay for supplements, food. <clears throat> like, we all play with that. Yeah. But here's the thing. And we say this all the time. Whenever something becomes popular and then the mainstream major corporations take part in it, mm-hmm. a lot of times they devalue yeah. the, the the products, right? And and they actually take advantage of the consumers. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Like so what we're seeing is we're seeing a rise in what I like to call the new processed foods, right? right? We see a rise in the new processed foods and we'll talk about uh what those are um in a minute. But it really they take advantage of the miseducation of the consumer, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of miseducation when it comes to uh, nutrition, right? Especially in this particular area dealing with animal products and and vegetables, mm-hmm. right? What A thing that we like to say is like when it comes to animal foods, it's like, you know, animals are the devil. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and vegetables are, are godly. Right. right? And it, it, it's not that cut and dry. You know what I'm saying? Like just because it's an animal food, it doesn't make it bad and it doesn't have to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's the industry that that destroys um, and denatures the, the food in itself. Right. Right. Everything that is vegetation isn't necessarily good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone has different types of sensitivities. And then there's just foods out there that uh, cause stress on on, them, on right. your body. Right. And we deal with the digestive system. So a lot of our clients, well, not a lot, but some people will come in and say, you know, I'm eating healthier, but I still get bloated. Like I right. eat my vegetables and my salad and I'm still bloated because they cannot digest it. So, yeah, there are some foods out there that they use more energy to break down, to get the nutrition out than what is actually in In the the food. food. So you're eating these so-called healthy foods and it's putting you in the negative and you think that you're eating healthy. So Mm -hmm. you're feeling dips and wondering what the heck is going on because your body can't handle these certain foods. So just because it's uh, a vegetable or vegetation, it doesn't mean that it's good, right? You can't digest it. You're not getting the nutrients, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that that's that is not true. It's it's not true that everything plants is good mm-hmm. and everything meat is is bad. Right. right? That's not true. It's balanced uh, in everything. And we say it's always the source of that food, and then how does your body respond? Yeah. Because, like you said, not everyone can eat. Everything isn't healthy for everyone, right? Right. As well as how you prepare it. Right. right? Preparation mm-hmm. is, is really important, you know, and we don't take these things into consideration in our society. Another thing when it comes to this trend is that vegan equals healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. So automatically 
when they slap a vegan name on something yes, or title marketing. on something, <laughs> we mm-hmm. automatically say, oh, wow, it's healthy. Right. right? But it, do- it doesn't mean that. Right. There is a a term called junk food vegan. Right. right? You can be a junk food vegan. It's so easy. So easy. And, and <laughs> now. Yeah. And unfortunately, because of the climate that we're in, we get a lot of clients, unfortunately, that come in and they're trying to eat vegan or, or plant based and it's they're junk food vegans, mm-hmm. right? But but because of the miseducation, they actually think that they're eating healthy, right? right? And that's that's the that's how our society is set up. It's like on a mainstream level, you know, the way that we're being taught is really miseducation, right? Mm-hmm. And and you always have to look. We try to get people to look a little bit deeper when it comes to just understanding your your health, which is why, you know, we try to really educate people and just give another way of, of looking at things, right? So with all of that being said, when we talk about the rise of the new processed foods, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about the rise of veggie meats, right? right? The rise of vegan Desserts and treats and and things like that, but in particularly today, we're focusing on veggie meats, right? right? Because they've evolved a lot, like they've with come with, so uh, far. With, with, with veggie meats. Because, like <laughs> in the beginning, you trick somebody, yeah. I'm like you know, 19 years ago, and 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 you know, 2000, <laughs> <laughs> 2000. Oh my when, god! Yeah, when. <laughs> 19. Yeah, when I'm first kind of getting started with with uh with that journey, you couldn't you couldn't buy a veggie burger. Are you kidding me? I you mean, know? I just remember it was like Boca burgers, but that was even the Boca burger was one of the first ones. But for a while, it, and it all wasn't these even select that. places, yeah. yeah, but it wasn't even that for for a while. Not even the uh, the Boca right. burger. Like, yeah, you we just didn't have have burgers. No, we didn't we, we didn't, didn't have burgers. You know what I mean? Like, so that that wasn't even an option, right? And then uh, these burgers started to be introduced, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is, like, they taste like cardboard. <laughs> you right? had to resuscitate them <laughs> back to life yeah. with some seasoning. <laughs> they taste like cardboards. Like you had oh to, like, God. you know, you had to, like, you had to bring it. Yeah, back. you had to saturate them with like some barbecue oh, sauce or something my like that. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. you, you put, you, you know, you there was extra dry. You try to put them on the grill, like. It just, it, it just wasn't, wasn't the same. Mm-mm. But the thing is, is like when. When you're deprived of of that those types of things, right? It's Look, like yo, it's, it's a an treat. oasis. Yeah, like, it's yes. just like <laughs> exactly. Something so quick, <laughs> right? Right, but it really tasted like cardboard. So, so the thing is, right? When it comes to um, major corporations, they don't care about your health. No, they care about money, right? Mm-hmm. They care about money. So you had like, even though veganism is trending, it's still. It's still a small market, right? right? It's still a small market. And back then it was a very small market, right? So you had these small companies that were um, niching in the the vegan market, right? right. That's what they decided to do. Mm-hmm. But like a, a major corporation, they're not trying to niche in in, in a um in a small market. Yeah, it wasn't lucrative. Yeah, enough. they they want to be in a large market, right? So now uh, we're seeing this evolution in 
in veggie burgers and we're seeing this evolution in in veggie meats. Right. And veggie the, chicken, veggie fish. Yeah, yeah. And, and these major corporations, like they they're getting scientists, like they're getting scientists in laboratories mm-hmm. and they are, you know, like biologically breaking down the components of animal foods mm-hmm. right and they're saying okay let's recreate this with vegetables right? right so they're creating these burgers and they're trying to get them to taste exactly like the original thing and the reason why they're able to do that is because scientists are breaking down these components exactly right? so now you have these burgers that actually bleed like they have some That's level crazy. of blood to it and, and and all they're doing is they're just looking at it it's just like oh you know what is what's blood made of you mm-hmm. know let's get those components from the plants mm-hmm. right so it's like the plant blood right, right. and they, they replace the magnesium in the chlorophyll putting the the, the plant iron in there and it now it fries, it sizzles, it smells like uh, like real meat, mm-hmm. right? But here's the thing, though. The major corporations, what they're trying to do is they're not actually trying to go after the vegans no. and, and the plant-based people. No. They're going after meat, everyone. everyone. They're, going, they're going after the meat eaters, right. right? Because, like you said, meat... Some like people are saying, okay, too much meat isn't good. So right. What's another option? Right. Yeah. So, so like the meatless Monday. So, like on the if if everyone is not going to have meat on Mondays, then we want you to have this exactly. Right. If if you know you're trying to cut back on on your meat and and when you go you know go out to eat now it's like I'm going to have this burger. So so their whole thing is like if I could make. This veggie burger tastes as good as the real burger. Mm-hmm. What reason would you have not to eat my burger? Right. right. And if people are thinking animal is bad, mm-hmm. right? If you in your mind, you're like animal is bad, right? Beef is bad, mm-hmm. for example. Then it's like, well, wait, beef is bad. But in this burger tastes just like beef. Then I'll I'll leave the burger alone and I'll have this. Right. Like, you know how many times just over the past, you know, 15 years since we, you know, been in business, how many times people say if I could get the the the, the you know, the vegetables and, and, and the um the vegan and vegetarian life, if I can get the foods to taste like taste like meat, I would do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People say that all, all the time. If, right. I had, if I had a chef to make things the right way, I would do it. Or they eat at a restaurant. If I could eat food like this all the time, then I, I wouldn't have a problem with living this lifestyle. Right. So like they do the research on this and they know it. So they're going after everyone for, for this. Right? right. Which is a bigger market. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that, so that's the trend right now. And that's, that's what they're going after. Right. Mm-hmm. So, we say the rise of, you know, the new processed food. A lot of times people don't look at um, at veggie meats as processed foods. But if you got, you know, like, you know, scientists in laboratories and food scientists that are, you know, recreating this. That's a whole nother right? level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, how could it not? How could it not be processed? Right. Like, has, has anyone ever seen? I mean, I know you have, but I'm just being rhetorical, but. If you look at the burger, it looks like meat. Right. <laughs> they nailed it. Yeah, impossible burgers and beyond burgers, they they look like meat, mm-hmm. right? And I remember when Beyond Meat first came out, 
they had the nerve to put it with the they put it in the meat section. Mm-hmm. So so you had the the section with the veggie burgers and things like that, right? And then you got the meat section, and they put Beyond Meat over there with the meat. But that's how you knew <laughs> right. they're not marketing to right. vegans because the vegan would be like, "What is this? <laughs> right. right? Like, why you got this over here?" But yeah. yes, but no, they were not exclusive to the vegan community. No, right? You know, and it got it got my attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking like, wow, you know, and I'm looking at it looked like the ground round. With the other, you know, ground beef and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, I see exactly what's, you know, what's happening. Right. Here. Mm-hmm. Right. So we wanted to take the time to to talk about Beyond Meat Burgers. And we wanted to talk about Impossible Burgers. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of a lot of times, you know, a lot of uh, companies, major companies, you know, they, they get upset with shows like these and they try to come after them for, you know, like false claims and things like that. But it's nothing that 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 we're saying here that is uh, necessarily negative. Right. Um, we're just we're just speaking the truth. Right. We're not, you know, bad mouthing them. We're just giving you the truth. The truth of the matter is that um, these burgers are processed foods right you know they're processed foods and it's important to understand that they are processed foods with any processed food it doesn't matter what it is uh if you decide to have it it needs to be in moderation right and we've mentioned and i'm gonna list the episodes in the show notes page but we spoke about you know the processed foods deception food flavorings in previous episodes, and as I mentioned, I'll list it in the show notes. But with processed foods, especially in the vegan and vegetarian lifestyle, we mentioned like it's, you know, great a great transition food, but yeah. you don't want to stay there. Right. So if you're leaving meat, you know, and you need that bridge to get you to the other side until you can develop your recipe repertoire and have things to go to, you know, it's good in a short term span to eat that. Right. Or once in a while as a treat. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you consuming it like it's a, a solid food group, like it's something solid and healthy, you should eat a couple times a week. Yeah. Then that's where the problems start happening. Right. Is it a meat alternative? Yes. It is an alternative right. to having meat, mm-hmm. but it's still processed. It's still processed. Right? It's mm-hmm. still it's still processed and processed foods are addicting. Yeah, they're addicting <laughs> and they really aren't the greatest for your health. They will destroy your health if you can if you over consume them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it's important to treat it like a processed food. You know, you this is not something that you should be eating. Often. Right. right? Um, I was talking to someone the other day and they were saying that they were practically eating them every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, They were eating eating them every day. Obviously, they were starting to cleanse. So they pulled back on them and they couldn't believe it. But, you know, we just want to put things in perspective and we really want to take the time to go through what's in these burgers, Mm -hmm. um, because I think that that's really important, because if we could talk about what's in it. You can decide, like the name of the show is Beyond Me and Any Impossible Burger, Good or Bad, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll let you decide if it's good or if it's bad when we really talk about it, right? So let's talk about Beyond Meat, right? We're going to talk about the ingredients. And the important thing when it comes to anything that you eat, I always want you to ask the question, 
if I isolated these ingredients by themselves, could I still eat it? Right. Like that's the question, you know, is this real food? What are we really eating here? Okay. So let, let's, let's dive into, into the ingredients. Okay. So here are the ingredients for the Beyond Meat. Water. Okay. Pea protein isolate. Okay. So uh, pea protein isolate. Let's talk about isolates, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the, the pea mm-hmm. and then what they did was they isolated the protein. So they had to chemically go inside of the pea and take the protein out, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's a highly processed food, right. right? And would you just sit down and eat pea, pea isolate by itself? Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. Uh, the next ingredient is canola oil. Yeah, and we spoke about the dangers, even though it's considered a health food, we spoke about the dangers of canola oil in our um, fat series. Right, and I'll list that in the show notes pages. Yeah. The next ingredient is refined coconut oil. Yeah, which is, you know, all right, coconut oil. Right. Okay, and then let's see. Um, well, then you have some small ingredients. So you have um, potato starch. Again, you know, you're not going to sit and eat potato starch by itself. Right. right. Uh, natural flavors, Natural That's flavors. A food additive. It's a food additive, and we really don't know what that is. It can be anything that's natural. I remember one of the major things when you see natural flavoring is um, what, what was it? Bee ain't uh, no beaver anus. I think. Oh my goodness! Yeah, be, beaver <laughs> anus was. <laughs> that was a major uh, natural flavoring. Who found that out? Like that works. That's weird. Yeah. And then yeast extract, which is a form of MSG, mm-hmm. an excitotoxin mm-hmm. that uh, makes you think that you're eating something that you're not. It right. excites the brain. Um, it's a chemical additive, right? Makes you think that you're eating the real thing. Um, there was this uh, Chinese scientist. I, I was I was looking at it. I don't have the the, the source for it, but um. He was uh, trying to figure out how to make a burger from human feces. Mm. So like he made this burger from yeah. from human. He, he he purified it. He cleaned it. He made this burger from human feces. And then he used the excitotoxins to make you think that you were eating burgers. That's crazy. You know, and they were adding uh, nu- nutritional additives to it. And they were trying to find like, you know, he he was working on this whole food crisis thing so it's like re- like re- <laughs> recycling mm, mm, um, mm. recycling That's things crazy. you know and, and using it as food um, but yeah you can pretty much use uh, MSG and chemical sweeteners on anything and make them taste good right and then when we see the beet juice extract like think about that what is that you know is that for um, coloring most likely it's for it's for coloring a lot of times when you see a weird vegetable extract, Mm-hmm. It's usually a form of MSG, usually. Um, but in this case, I think you're right. I think that um, it might be uh, for coloring, right? So right. If, we, if we if we isolate these ingredients in, in individually and we look at them, you know, would you eat any of these things by themselves? And the right? second question is, where's the vegetables? Exactly. That was the next <laughs> thing that I was going to get to. So 
this is not a vegetable. Beyond meat is not vegetable. So when you eat, when you eat it, don't think like, oh, I'm eating my vegetables, because a lot of people actually believe that, oh, it's made from plants. Right. This is made from plants. So I'm eating vegetables. Mm -hmm. Right. But maybe it's maybe it started out as a vegetable like war, like peas, for example, it started out as a pea. But right. like once you isolate the chemical, it's not a pea anymore. Right. right. So that's not protein water. OK. It's not obviously it's not a vegetables water. Right. Mm -hmm. Then the other things that are in here, maybe the potato started out as a potato. But if you isolate the starch, it's not a potato anymore. Right. right. So that's something to think about. So now let's take a look at the impossible burger ingredients. OK, so the first one is water. OK, we know about water. OK, second is textured wheat protein. OK, so let's stay there for a second. Textured wheat protein. Basically, what that is, is uh, wheat gluten. Mm -hmm. That's that's pro the protein of wheat is gluten. Right. So they, you know, in a clever way, pretty much said wheat gluten, but without saying wheat gluten. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so it's very, very highly processed. Right. OK, the next That's what it is. The yeah. next ingredient is coconut oil. Yes. Okay. Next is potato protein. Yeah. Now let's let's talk about that for a second. When have we ever looked at or thought to look at a potato for protein? Uh, right. Yeah. I didn't even know no, it was that much yeah. in there. No one. No one ever <laughs> says, "Man, you know, like I got to get my protein. Let me go eat potatoes." Right. right. <laughs> no. No one says that. I eat it, but not for no protein. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if we if we're so imagine how much processing you got to do to get protein out of a potato. Mm. Right. Think about that. All right. Uh, the next ingredient is natural flavors. We're back to the natural flavors again. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then uh, two percent or less of leg hemoglobin, which is soy. Mm hmm. And then the next thing is yeast extract. We spoke about that, a form of MSG. OK, next is salt. Mm hmm. And then soy protein isolate is okay. the next ingredient. So, you know, we're not advocates of soy at all. We don't think that you should eat it at all, especially men. But, you know, men and, and women shouldn't eat soy protein at, at all, mm -hmm. despite what, what you hear about it. It's just an overwhelming amount of evidence that shows that it throws your hormones off in men and women. So if you're going to consume it, it should be like a serious delicacy of every now and then. It shouldn't be a staple in your diet. Mm -hmm. And also when it comes to the uh, the soy, if we're on that for a second, the only soy that I would recommend if you if you really want to have it is fermented soy. Right. So, like tempeh. Yeah, like tempeh and even tempeh. You have it sparingly. Mm -hmm. Things like, you know, Asian dishes, nado, which is uh, fermented soybeans or miso, which is fermented soybeans. You know, things like that in moderation are OK. But anything other than s something fermented, I would run in the opposite direction mm -hmm. for. Right. It will definitely harm your testosterone in men. It will uh, just really throw you off. And in women, it can, you know, lead to, you know, health challenges as well. 
So we don't need to go any any deeper about the about the soy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's keep going. All right. The next ingredient, I think this is konjac gum. Yeah, I, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what that is. I probably need to uh, to to look that one up. Right. Okay. The next one is xanthan gum, which I know is a thickener. Yeah, and and looks like the rest of them are added B vitamins. Mm-hmm, B one and B six. Yeah, B2 and B twelve. And one of the things that I was looking at, like I was checking the ingredients for, not the ingredients, but I was looking at the uh, nutritional value for both of these particular burgers. And it looks like they tried to go like one for one on the nutritional factors. So mm-hmm. they said like, oh, burgers and meat is high in B12. And, you know, and that's a problem for a lot of plant based and vegan eaters. They don't get enough B12. We're going to load ours up with B12. It has certain B vitamins in it. We're going to load it up with these things. It has, you know, 20 grams of protein in the patty. We're going to put 20 grams of protein in the patty. So they tried to like go one for one with like beef mm-hmm. on that. And that's the, the, just how they. In la- like you said, they're appealing to yeah. meat eaters. And they're in the laboratory. So mm-hmm. they wanted it to not only taste like it, but they wanted it to smell like it. They wanted it to, the texture to feel like it. They wanted it to bleed and fry the same. Right. right? They're going after the, the meat eaters. Right. But it is a processed food. Understand that. Right. Mm-hmm. And most hamburgers and processed meats on the market, they're processed foods. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's processed food for processed food. Right. Right. I'm not here to say which one is better, but I'm just saying that they're on this like a processed food is a processed food. It's on the same level. Right. Right. It's 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 on the same level. So just keep that in mind when when you consume it. You know, me personally, have I have I ever tried a Beyond Meat burger before? Not the Impossible Burger, because I don't. I don't mess with soy at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to taste it. I don't want. I don't want soy sauce, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want soy sauce on my dish. But with the the other one that that has the pea pro- protein in it, I tried it. Yeah, we tried. It. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it it is it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> You know, I can't. I it's can't like even... a fast food, it's like a fast food dish. It's like yeah. you can't sit there and have it all the time. But yeah, right. I've had the Impossible. I didn't know it was soy in there. Yeah, but yeah, I had it before and at one spot. We went to, but yeah, I won't, you know, yeah. now I know that I'm not going to eat it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do well with processed foods anyway. So yeah, my body is like, get that out of here. Yeah, but I can count on one finger the amount of, um, one finger. I can count on one hand the amount of times that I've had one, um, maybe, you know, three times total. And like, I treat it as that. I, I treat it as a processed food. If I have it, it might be once in a season. You know, it might be once in six months. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's it, though. Right. You got to treat it like a processed food and you have to look at it not as a health food. You got to put it in perspective for what it is. Right. Right. If you're looking to have um, burgers. Right. Here's, here's, here's the truth. The truth is that when you really start to, you know, eat more plants and you're trying to move away from certain things, you just have to just accept that it's not going to be the same anymore. Like you're not going to get like a healthy veggie burger, at least right now, that is going to be healthy for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's going to taste like a, a burger. 
a lot of the burgers out there that taste very good, like very, very good. And even the homemade ones and things like that, they're delicious, they're healthy, but they're not going to taste like a beef burger exactly. or a chicken burger or something like it's that. Not, right? Yeah, From a health perspective, if you're trying to make your own burgers, go for like a black bean and quinoa burger, right? Mm-hmm. You can make those and you can put those on the grill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you could do things like that and you can buy them as well. Like those are going to be healthier for you, right? right? You can make a lentil burger, right? right. They even have um, like walnut and sunflower seed burgers mm-hmm. out there, right? Brown rice burgers. Like those burgers are healthier for you. They're, they're delicious, but they don't taste like Beyond Meat exactly. and Imp- an Impossible Burger. Right. And again, remember the industry didn't make those for people that were trying to be more health conscious, right? Even if you're not trying to be vegan, you know, you just want to be health conscious mm-hmm. and you want to have variety. Like, okay, I'll have a little bit of animal foods in my diet i'm going to have mostly plants so i'm going to need to you know have alternatives so i want to have you know burgers and things like that you do a quinoa black bean you do lentil you do some of these other things out there and you're going to have balanced whole food health right right? but you just have to accept that like that whole processed burger thing doesn't fit really in a whole food natural lifestyle right you know it doesn't fit right so just know that when you step into that uh, arena to eat those things right you're having junk food right it's, it's junk food it's like think about think about who's carrying it here let's really think about this here who was it was that mcdonald's or burger king one of them yeah one of them either mcdonald's or burger king i believe it's burger king now that's uh, they're doing a trial run with um, Impossible Burgers. I think they're going to end up permanently carrying it because I think it's going to be a hit. Right. Because they're just trying to see, like, you know, how does it do? Especially, like, cultures that don't eat meat. Yeah. yeah. But, but think about that, though. Like, it's at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> let's, be, let's be really clear. It's at yeah. Burger King, right? Mm-mm-mm. It's at Burger King. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how you slice it, it's at Burger King. Like if you're out somewhere and that's the only option, then you just do what you have to do. But if you seek that out, if you seek it out as a healthy option, that's where you go wrong. Yeah. That's where you go wrong. Just know when you eat it, it's not like, oh, I'm doing, you know, I'm being healthy. It's junk food. It's junk food. It is junk food. And I put it right there with any, I put the, the impossible burger right there with anything else in Burger King, mm-hmm. anything else in Burger King, I right. put it. I put it right next to it. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to have that, just understand what you're indulging in, and don't think that it's a health food because you wouldn't entertain anything else in Burger King being a health food. Right? Even their salads, you wouldn't necessarily think that they're a health food. You got a a, a, a fifteen hundred to two thousand calorie salad right. <laughs> <laughs> with the dressing and everything. Yeah. yeah. So so no. No. So we just wanted to, uh, you know, just kind of put that in perspective mm-hmm. for people. It's a hot topic. Everyone's talking about it. I wanted to weigh in on it. I was in a uh, a Facebook group not too long ago and I made some comments about it. And man, it came after you. Did they? <laughs> they? They came after me. People were really upset about me. You know, talking bad about their burger, Mm. you know, talking bad about their burger because they thought that they had had something. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but at the same (laughs) time. A lot of our clients say that. (laughs) (laughs) Jamal, he just broke my heart. (laughs) But at the same time, like, I really want to empower you. 
And I don't want you to be duped, right? Right. I don't like want you to be you duped. armed with the truth. Yeah. So if you're going to eat it, just know this is a treat. This is my junk food meal. This is my pleasure meal. But now you know you cannot like say that's the equivalent of a, a true veggie burger or a healthy meal because it's not. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is the conclusion of this week's episode. Hopefully you uh, receive value from it. And as I mentioned, I'm going to list in the show notes pages some previous episodes where we touched on, you know, uh, the reading labels, the uh, food additives and flavorings, how they trick the brain to to think that it's eating a certain food. I'm going to list all that in the show notes pages. And the show notes page for this episode is lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 114. That's lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 114. And before we go, we were talking a lot about nutrition in this episode. Episode. And if you are someone who wants some assistance with nutrition, let's say you want to eat more of a plant-based diet and you want to know how to do that properly. And if you don't want to eat plant, a plant-based diet and you just want to know how or learn how to eat the optimum diet for your body, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com, click on services, and you can find out how we help people to do that. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until next time, live healthier. Stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings.